Good evening, Dumb Nation. What is the Dumb Nation? The Don't Unfriend Me's. I didn't come up with it. A viewer did. I'm the head dummy in charge, and we're the Dumb Nation. You're not dumb. It's just an acronym. You've been called racist, deplorables, all that other stuff. You can handle it. Good evening, episode 200. Oh, whoop, not 200. I'm going back in time. 328. It's climbing fast. Tonight, what are we talking about? Well, there's not enough minutes in the show to do all of the news. So I'm moving to three or four topics a night. And the reason why is the election campaign season is fast approaching. It's going to get hot and heavy. And we might as well start right now. Joe Biden and Taiwan monkeypox, State Farm woke and baby formula. It's a crazy time, folks. I'll be right back. Navy veteran Matt Spear presents Don't Unfriend Me. Brutally honest. Experience matters. Facts, not feelings. To the point. And always direct. No safe spaces. You can agree or disagree. You can love him. You can hate him. Just don't unfriend him sit back relax don't unfriend me starts right now thank you for stopping by thank you for watching don't unfriend me i already told you the head dummy in charge but my name is lopsided that in back in a frame there matthew spear i'm the host of don't unfriend me welcome i started this little shindig about 17 months ago you can follow me at Don't Unfriend Me Show on all of these wonderful places. Twitter and Getter, it's at The Dumb Show. And I'm also on Truth Social. Stop on by, say hello. We're at 62,000. Just clicked on likes and over 85,000 followers. Pretty cool. I appreciate it and all your help. Also, last thing is you can pick up some coffee, some cool shirts at don'tunfriendme.com. Veteran made, owned, operated, the best coffee you'll ever have or your money back. I promise you, if you don't love it, I'll give you your money back. It's that simple. All right. You also get a cool coffee cup. And all right, I'm pimping. Pimping ain't easy, folks. Let's get to it tonight. Taiwan, who's in charge here anyway? For the third time since August of last year, the White House walked back comments by President Biden on Monday, implying the U.S. would aid Taiwan if the island nation came under attack from China. This was during a joint press conference with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishidi. Biden was asked if the U.S. would be prepared to defend Taiwan if such an attack took place, and with a squeakish and meekish yes, he answered. You didn't want to get involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are. That's a commitment we made. That's a commitment we made. We are not. Look, here's the situation. We agree with a one China policy. We signed on to it and all the attendant agreements made from there. But the idea that that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, is just not is just not appropriate. It will dislocate the entire region and be another action similar to what happened in, in, uh, in Ukraine. And so it's a, it's a burden that is even stronger. Oh boy, we're in trouble. It's almost like the press seemed to slow their roll. Almost she was surprised, like, is he actually saying this for the third time? It's almost sad. It's 
was playing on the weak and taking advantage of the elderly. The White House later insisted that the U.S. policy on Taiwan has not changed at all, walking this back. As the president said, quote, our policy has not changed. He reiterated our one China policy and our commitment to peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait. He also reiterated our commitment under the Taiwan Relations Act to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. Yeah, that's not what he said at all. The one China policy is referring to the U.S. position that the communist government in Beijing is the sole legal authority over the Asian nation and acknowledges that, but does not accept its claim that Taiwan is a part of China. Under the 1979 Taiwan Relations Act, the U.S. is not required to militarily defend Taiwan, but is required to ensure Taiwan has the resources to defend itself. Wonderful, another proxy war, just like the Ukraine, and that's how they are in common. Despite the cleanup, China's foreign minister hit back at Biden on Monday, expressing strong dissatisfaction and firm opposition to his comments. Quote, No one should underestimate the strong determination, firm will, and strong ability of the Chinese people to defend national sovereignty and territorial integrity. And do not stand against the 1.4 billion Chinese people. Let's be honest, that's all they've got anymore. You notice how they're not talking about tanks and ships and planes. They know they don't have a money to fund a war against the U.S., but that's a whole other topic. But 1.4 Chinese, 1.4 billion Chinese people isn't as large as it once was. It's amazing when you lose a few hundred million people how that number decreases quickly. Communism, who knew, right? Monday's apparent walkback is not the first time the White House has clarified or downplayed Biden's firm stance in support of Taiwan. If you remember during the town hall event in October, Anderson Cooper of CNN asked, are you saying that the United States would come to Taiwan's defense if China attacked? Yes, Biden answered. Yes, we have a commitment to do that. No, we don't. At the time, then White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki emphasized, and I sure do miss her, quote, has been no shift in U.S. policy towards Taiwan. The president was not announcing any change in our policy, quote, nor has he made a decision to change our policy, she said. There is no change in our policy. But he did change the policy because the president said so. You, handlers, decided to go ahead and change it. In August, Biden also indicated that the U.S. would respond with military support if Taiwan, Japan, or South Korea were invaded. Quote, we have made kept every commitment. We made a sacred commitment to Article 5 that if, in fact, anyone were to invade or take action against our NATO allies, we would respond, the president said in an ABC News interview. Same with Japan, same with South Korea, same with Taiwan. It's not even comparable to talk about that. Soon after, senior Biden administration official clarified that the U.S. policy with regards to Chinese claim Taiwan has not changed. When you're a president of the United States and you say something three times with no equivocation and the answer is simply yes, it's a declarative statement, it's a policy statement, it's a world statement, and trust me, if you think Japan, if you think Taiwan and surrounding countries aren't going to take notice of that and call on us to do so on the world stage, you're about as cognizant as Joe Biden. Baby, baby formula. The national out-of-stock rate of baby formula continues to worsen as major U.S. baby formula makers prepare to testify before Congress about what they're doing to combat the industry-wide crisis. The out-of-stock percentage of baby formula stood at 45% nationwide for the week ending on May 15th. 
In April, baby formula shortages hit 30% before jumping to 40 at the end of the month, according to Data Assembly. By early May, the out-of-stock rate rose to 43%. The cause? Inflation, supply chain shortages, Russia, and product recalls have brought an unprecedented amount of volatility to the category, and we expect to continue to see baby formula as one of the most affected categories in the market, CEO Ben Reich said in a statement. Parents and caregivers have been scrambling for months as shelves increasingly become more barren. Meanwhile, retailers were forced to put purchasing limits on the product to try and curtail stockpiling. The formula short shortage worsened in February after Abbott Nutrition's magazine, Formula Plant, the largest in the U.S. plant, closed down to contamination problems. Abbott is only one of four companies, including Gerber, Perigo, and Reckitt, that produce an estimated 90% of U.S. formula. This was known in February. What has been taking so long? Three of those companies, Abbott, Gerber, and Reckitt, are expected to testify during a congressional hearing about what's causing the industry-wide formula shortage and what needs to be done to fix it. We're also seeing babies being hospitalized for allergic reactions, stomach issues, and some are extraordinarily hungry because of the lack of formula and parents having to create their own. In the meantime, President Biden invoked the Defense Production Act. And good for him for at least doing this to speed production of infant formula and authorize flights to import supply from overseas as part of, as part of Operation Fly Formula. This is the first of several expected flights from Europe landing in Annapolis, Indianapolis on Sunday carrying 78,000 pounds of product and formula. The interesting thing is this. What happened to all the formula that's being stored on the border? During a crisis, why is that happening? But of course, it's what we've come to expect from Joe Biden and his administration. Constant screw-ups and constant malfeasance. And only until damage is being done to the political capital of his presidency do we see any action. Yes, it's wonderful that 1.5 trillion ounces of formula are on its way. That's great. I'm one, it's wonderful that he did that. But why does it take so long? He's known about this since February. It's very similar to Afghanistan, the rising tensions in Ukraine, the border, fentanyl crisis, gas prices, inflation. The writing's on the wall. Unfortunately, Joe Biden can't read it, and he certainly doesn't do anything about it. State Farm is there. The internal email that a whistleblower provided to Consumers Research, this is a nonprofit that aims to increase the knowledge and understanding of issues, policies, products, and services of concern to consumers and to promote the freedom to act on that knowledge and understanding, was sent by State Farm Corporate Responsibility Analyst Jose Soto. I thought he was a baseball player. Wrong Soto. It urges Florida agents to take action and provide LGBTQ books to who else? Children. Following the release of the ad, State Farm said participation in the program is strictly voluntary and the insurance company's participation evolved quickly and the decision was made several months ago for participants not to share resources with schools. Take a watch. It's interesting. State Farm tells us they're a good neighbor. But would a good neighbor target five-year-olds for conversations about sexual identity? That's what State Farm's doing, asking employees to donate guides to being transgender to public schools, books aimed at making kindergartners question their identity. It's textbook indoctrination. These books don't belong in elementary schools, and State Farm shouldn't be putting them there. 
Like a creepy neighbor, State Farm is there. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Isn't this what they always say? Well, after consideration, we decided to pull it. No, after seeing the video where you're actually going to lose insurance policies and claims and people ditching your company to go with Allstate, this is why you did it. Why does this type of material even make it to the consideration phase to begin with? And what does State Farm have to gain by the distribution of these materials? Well, it's obvious. It's in Florida, after all. Aligning themselves with Disney, they feel they'll increase their market share by being a woke company. And we know that this is antithetical to everything we know so far. Look at Netflix. Look at how many companies have decided to jump ship on other companies that go woke and alienate. Look at the explosion of Chick-fil-A because they decided to alienate 50% of the country and now they're one of the strongest in the country. Folks, giving this to children is sexualization of children. It's child abuse. It does not need to happen in kindergarten. It doesn't even need to happen in fifth grade. We need to make decisions as parents with the teachers, with the staff on when it is appropriate with our permission to educate our children further. You do not start the initial conversation. You're not a parent. You may be a parent to your child. I won't interrupt your conversations with them. Don't do it to my kids. It's really pretty simple. Last but not least, I have some amazing evidence of chickenpox and monkeypox. This is truly important, folks. We all know, we've heard the rumors, monkeypox is coming. And it's a version similar to chickenpox, a little bit different. And I can't go into all the specifics because I'm not a scientist. I'm also not a biologist, but I can define what a woman is. Chickenpox is no bueno. I've never gotten it. I don't want it. None of my family have gotten it, which is crazy that we haven't. But here is a picture of what chickenpox looks like if you have forgotten what happens. And here in the habitat, first picture ever, exclusive to, to Don't Unfriend Me, and anywhere in the world is a picture of a monkey with monkeypox and what he looks like in his habitation. It's fantastic. fantastic. The K is silent also, folks. It's not monkeypox. To say it correctly, it's moneypox. We all know what this is about. The election's right around the corner, and it's time for a new global pandemic in order to ensure that some people get in office and others don't. Picture's not real, folks. Don't take it to the bank, please. Fake news. I don't need to get fact-checked by Facebook. Thanks for watching me, everybody. I do appreciate it. Remember, you can follow me at at Don't Unfriend Me Show. Also, The Dumb Show on Twitter and Getter, and you can find me on Truth Social as well. I will go out like I do every single night with the Veteran Crisis Hotline. I'll try to center the board because I messed up. 1-800-273-8255, press 1. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. PTS, traumatic brain injury, brain injury, anxiety, depression are all very real. Please do me a favor, make that phone call. If you cannot, you can reach out to me. There are plenty of other veterans who watch the show. We will make that call with you. Your life is important. You, The world is better with you in it. Remember this, it's also 100% anonymous. You will never be reported to your duty station. Mental health is physical health. Last but not least, if you're a civilian and you're not in the military, it doesn't matter. Reach out to that number and they will find the right people for you. Folks, thanks for watching. Remember, we can agree, we can disagree, you can love me, you can hate me. That was episode 200 and... Why do I keep going back to 200, folks? 328, you're supposed to help me with this and keep me online. I'll see you tonight live Monday through Friday. We're live at 8.30. We have a special guest coming on Thursday. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. Please stay tuned. I'll see you in the funny papers. Have a good one, folks.